0: Hey guys, welcome back to PsyCast. Today, we have PsyCast's Sports and Philanthropy Portfolio here to talk about mental health in times of change. We hope you enjoy the listen. Akif, take it away.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode eight of PsyCast. Some some of you guys might remember me from last episode. Um, and yeah, I'm back. Uh, today, I'm joined by my fellow S&P family. So, Isha, Jackie, Maddie, and Charlie. Um, We just wanted to have a little conversation today about what mental health and well-being means to us, especially during times of change. And I guess talk a little bit about how we've dealt with changing conditions.
2: Yeah, so I guess change can be really exciting but also dealing with it can be really hard because there's always so much going on and it can really, you know, take a toll on your mental health. Um, even in the last two years, there's been an incredible amount of change, both good and bad, um, whether it's from us transitioning from high school to uni or the COVID lockdowns. Um, you know, even at the time that we're recording this, we're looking forward to our Freedom Day here in Sydney. Um, So I know Maddie, you sort of moved away from your home state um, and your family when you first started uni and you recently came back. Did you want to sort of walk us through a bit of that experience?
3: Yeah, I won't won't sugarcoat it but it's incredibly hard because I think college life is idealized so much in movies and tv shows and most of the time it's teenagers fresh out of high school and they're eager to have independence escape. But I guess for me, I'd already done a year of uni. I had a really good job. I had my car. I had all my friends. I was on a volunteering board. Like I absolutely loved my life. I was traveling. And then my move was more of a necessity because the universities in Western Australia didn't do the degree I wanted. So packing up everything and moving across was, it was really difficult because I had everything established and then within a month, my whole life had flipped around. So I did cry on the plane and everyone around me was laughing because I'm the worst crier in the world. But moving in, I came into college a week late and I loved it. College is an amazing experience and you can never holistically wrap your head around it. But I guess I threw myself into everything because when you leave your family, and everything you loved there's there is a hole like as cheesy as it sounds a hole forms and I had to really figure out how to fill that hole and that's challenging like you basically finding a new purpose when you've already established one and re-establishing a self-identity around people that you've never met and having to form new connections all over again so it took me months and I think I was living a duality of life between Perth and Sydney. I hadn't let go of Perth fully, so I couldn't enjoy Sydney to the fullest because I was still, my heart was still in Perth. And then the border closed when we had the COVID outbreak and there's nothing worse than being stuck because I think being surrounded with people who could get home and like uni friends who live in Sydney and they were with their family and yeah it's horrible not being able to see friends but I guess I didn't know if I could get home for months when I'd see my family again and there was literally no way humanly possible to get home so my mental health throughout that suffered a lot because it's anxiety producing but at the same time there's no fix and it's not like a simple like phobia of spiders you kind of know that there's stuff to help you but when the borders shut and you can't get back in it was just incredibly hard I guess dealing with that and I think like what we talk about is dealing with change and you have to move on with life can't let it overwhelm you overwhelm you so I made hobbies I learned how to play guitar piano violin in college Um, and then when I finally was able to come back to Perth I had that moment of realization of wow i really love my life in sydney and i miss it a lot so i'm grateful retrospectively for the opportunity to now be excited to come back to sydney because i actually feel like i needed lockdown and coming back to be able to appreciate the life i had established and be proud of myself for that so i feel when i come back next year i'm just going to feel so much like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders and kind of be more of myself and throw myself into stuff more looking back retrospectively a lot of the times and having that perspective is really powerful I think Jackie too can relate to that Jackie do you have more of a perspective on like mental health and reflecting back on it
4: yeah thanks Maddie um I guess just with my experience one of like the most important things I've learned about my personal mental health is just like realizing the limits you know you can bottle up when it comes to stress and any any other like negatively impacting things that uh affects you you know uh since because since we are like all students we are all like kind of engaged in that work life study thing that where we're constantly you know just striving for perfect grades and like probably like seeping ourselves in so many all night and stuff and that's just like a buildup of stress and like too much stress is just not good for you especially like since we are still growing as people you know so what i've learned about mental health is just finding your reset button you know like just taking a step back for you just chill you know just regain like a, a normal like state of mind over your circumstances so personally for me was a time with hsc like every time every night it was like building up english essays i was cramming english essays here and there and i was just you know i was like oh no i just got to keep studying i just so much stress piling up and i was and then just you know kind of exploded like so what i just basically did i just you know took a step back i just went on a chat with my friends just to like take a break from anything uh just uh, anything that's worrying me you know it's so the sleep, I guess I found that talking to friends and just playing some games, singing some random songs, it's kind of like my reset button for any, uh, anything. So like my mental health kind of like turned itself to like a much better state, Yes, yes. another thing is just that like we should realize that there are situations where we like can never fully be in control. And that's, I guess- that kind of relates to Maddie's situation before, you know, so many like unexpected circumstances that you may face in the future, but like it is okay to like always realize that there are some things you can't change, but it's more important to like, just focus on the things that you can. So it's like, this is some something I learned from like uh, a guy called Oli Alerton. I think it was from a TikTok. It was just like a seven second thing to just reset your mind to manage new things, to manage new changes that may happen in your life. So if you're worried about any situation that comes, you always just you know write everything down you're worried about and cross out the things you can't control and deal with the things you can. So what that kind of taught me is just, you know, just accept that level of uncertainty that comes with life and just focus on the stuff at hand. And that kind of like, you know, replenishes and like gives you direction with your mental health and like just keeps you like, connected with uh with your life and like so you don't bottle up and explode in terms of you know uh stress and stuff um yeah but this kind of had just made me place more importance on myself and like as a message it should tell you guys just place more emphasis on yourselves you know working with what we can can control when it comes to you know just valuing yourself in terms of finding the time for yourself and just praising yourself more in general yeah So I think, hey, Charlie, what are your thoughts on self-love and, you know, just loving yourself and positive affirmation for yourself, you know?
0: Yeah, I think given the times we're living in and the way society works, it's pretty hard for most of us to consistently love ourselves and give ourselves positive affirmation. For me, um, previously, I found it pretty hard to love myself for who I am, for my body and the way I live my life, it was basically impossible for me to, given the people I was around. But luckily, I was able to meet some people in my life who could love me before I could love myself. They supported me until I could find meaning in my own life. And I wouldn't say that I'm a master or someone who completely loves himself, but to me, self-love is finding the opportunity to take care of yourself and to leave sometimes, to do the things you love and not feel guilty for it. So I like going on walks, going to the gym and volunteering. These are some things that make me feel alive and I really enjoy. Self-love also comes hand in hand with positive affirmations as it is the first step to reduce negative cognitions. In my opinion, it can be pretty easy to compliment others with praise and kind words because the way our society is, we have such a strong focus on showing our successes, but not the hardships people go through. Because of this, many people might find it hard to discover the good in themselves, and I'm one of these people. We all get caught up in what we want, and this obsession leaves us little room to love ourselves and praise ourselves. I found this really nice quote when I was scrolling on Instagram the other day, and I love it a lot because it's really ambiguous and open to interpretation. It goes something like this, success is getting what you want, happiness is wanting what you get. I really like this because you can put more focus on the process, not the result. It's basically saying happiness and success may not come hand in hand, but sometimes it can come hand in hand. I really like this because it puts more focus on the process, not the result. It's not saying happiness and success are mutually exclusive, but instead, your perspective plays an important role on how you feel. I think it is very important for us to take a step back and to think about where you are in life. It's easy to get lost, especially since we are all facing major change, change to social life with COVID, change to education from transitioning from high school to university, and change in our mental health. Sometimes change may not be in our control, and that's okay, but it's important to know when to get professional support and when to take a breather.
2: Yeah, like I 100% agree with that. I think, um, you know, part of taking that Breathe a moment and getting comfortable with change is realizing that it's okay to be uncomfortable sometimes and that change is at the end of the day inevitable you know as our basic human nature we love something that's so stable and we love having some sort of routine to our lives but um, change is always going to occur and I think it's something that at the end of the day should be embraced because you know that way you can really sort of make the most out of it and make um, the best memories from it even now as we're sort of coming out of lockdown um, I know I went on a picnic with my friends um, in the same LGA and it was it was really funny because um, you know in the first five minutes we all sort of forgot how to socially interact with one another um, because we had been away for so long and I think um And, you know, these are people I've known since I was a child. Um, And sometimes it's okay if things don't go your way. But um, to always tell yourself it's okay and move on and really embrace um, that sense of not being comfortable but knowing that things will be okay um, is a really important process of change. Like, Akif, what do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I totally think that, um, you know, with change, it really does affect, um, you know, every single aspect of your life and something that I find quite special about like just humans in general like the ability for us to um, you know look at uh, yeah change and almost like have an emotional reaction to it like every single thing um, you know has an effect on us and what we do Um, that's something I find like quite incredible about like our yeah like humanity Um, so I'd say like yeah, like, yeah, one thing that um, I'm like thinking about here is that, um, you know, when we're around people, right, that's, uh, I feel like we can take a lot away from people, the people that we surround ourselves with, right? Um, the people that we call friends and family, and you know, we interact with them like almost every day, they have such an impact on us, and they can really um, affect how we view things, how we uh, react to change like you know can we go um, to them and share uh, our, our opinions about it or you know is it really hard to do that like for me um, you know if I was going through something uh, I felt like it was really hard in high school to um, go and talk to my friends about um, you know times of change whereas now it's a bit different I do have people who are a bit more supportive and I think Charlie you did say earlier how you had that bit of experience as well um in terms of um yeah like change being like you know it affects every single area of your life but uh you know it's sometimes harder to deal with it because of who's around you um and yeah i guess your reaction to thing i think as well when it comes to control jackie as you were saying before um yeah like things are going to affect us even if they're out of con- out of our control but we do have to put less um, I guess, effort towards it if we can't do anything to change um, those things. Yeah. And I think as well, something that we can always control is our reaction to something, right? So we have to think about, okay, in the moment right now, we have to kind of like take a step back. Um, let's say like something happens, there's something like makes you a little bit angry, right? And, you know, it's completely fine and valid to always feel angry. Uh, you know if someone I don't know does something kind of like that's just not bright it's completely fine to feel angry but in that moment you do have to take control of your emotion and say okay what can I do to deal with this anger do I take it out on this person and possibly affect our relationship or do I have someone else I can talk to about it do I um, you know kind of yeah, this is something I don't agree with, but this is something I used to do. Like, do I bottle it in and just like uh, sort of let it build up? Or, you know, do I, do I go on a walk or something? Do I go and um, I saw in like a TV show, you know, they go and smash bottles, right? Um, that's, I feel like, something that's like a bit unique, um, but, you know, it's finding ways to deal with those things um, with like change and our emotions, right? Because emotions, emotions are what make us human, you know, but they sometimes can be out of range, um, but I think something that is that I've learned um, you know, through uni and something that change really taught me was, you know, being comfortable with being un- with feeling uncomfortable. You know, that's how we get more um, appreciative of change. Whenever there's something that you know we have a lot to learn from, like um, you know, going through a process. Right. So I feel like, uh, you know, taking steps and being open to doing things outside of our comfort zone, you know, these are things that we um, sort of like push ourselves to be uncomfortable, to experience these emotions. And then when, you know, these emotions come around a second time, we're a bit more um, aware of it. We're a bit more confident in facing these things. That's definitely something that I've learned um, throughout high school, I mean, throughout university. Um, compared to the version of myself in high school I'm like such such a different person um, in terms of like my confidence um, the way I deal with things my emotions um, compared to yeah when I was in high school but I guess um, I wanted to get your guys opinion on it maybe uh, like Maddie if you wanted to talk about uh, yeah like how has your level of like confidence changed over the past few years
3: I think like confidence is so hard to talk about because most of us graduated high school and kind of came into university as covid started and when you're losing like at, at this stage I've lost 17 years old to 20 years old to co- to covid and those are the times where you're 15 and you're going I cannot wait to be an adult and I'm going to have because in high school, it can be your confidence can suffer a lot because you're surrounded by people comparing each other. I went to an all girl school, so body positivity was hard and it was stressful. So we were all idolising the freedom that would come with being an adult. And then when that got taken away, uh, confidence kind of shattered a bit and then you had to kind of figure out how to rebuild it And for me, I've come to realise that the most stable version of confidence you'll ever have is when it's solely built on yourself. I know so many people that their confidence is based off of their looks or their relationships and they let other people dictate their confidence by comments made. And for me, when that became too overwhelming, like taking a step back, realising people you may have to cut out of your life because they're not doing good things for your mental health and then building yourself up so getting out of the house even in lockdown like having that hour of exercise taking taking your time getting off technology going to the gym every day like focusing on your well-being we're not going to preach and say that it's the easiest journey I feel confidence is a lifelong journey because as we've been talking about yeah there's always going to be points where you're uncomfortable you're going to face setbacks and you're going to get knocked down but As long as you have a stable foundation of, yeah, I've been here and I I know that I'm enough for me, then I think you can always build your way back up. And as Jackie said, if that's journaling or Charlie, positive affirmations, I know it's a big thing now, doing affirmations, any mantra you have, I think it's such an individual journey. And, yeah, Jackie, do you have anything to add?
4: Yeah, I guess... Building off what you said, just it is like confidence is built from you know just acceptance of yourself. But I also I also believe that, you know, confidence can be brought from, you know, the people you're surrounded with, you know. As Charlie said before, having people you love, having people that appreciate you, it kind of builds on like the level of confidence that you can have because because they're more receptive to who you are, you know, they know your true self. So you're gonna keep like a high level of confidence that you can display around them. And I feel like having this like level of you know emotional connection with one another. It's like what builds a like a strong also builds a strong foundation for confidence. Confidence for me, yeah, as you said before, Maddie, there was like periods of like hot, very lows, super lows, comparing myself to other people. Cause I also went to a all-boys school, constantly just comparing myself with people in terms of grades looks and like you know appearances in general but i feel like with a lot of those negatives also has caught some positives so yeah as i transitioned into uni i've met so many like you know caring people and open people that you know really like kind of uh like me i guess for who i really am and like instead of like the person kind of like was pretending to be in high school in general. in comparison but yeah but just having like a general supportive network for people that you can you know confide to and i feel like having yeah having that kind of just builds your level of confidence but charlie is there anything you want to add to this
0: yeah i totally agree with you jackie in the sense that confidence can fluctuate throughout life and especially since you have so many people around you who compare um with you and compare with each other Luckily for me, my confidence has been able to increase, but unfortunately this is not the case for a lot of people. With change, someone's confidence can be completely removed, completely destroyed, and it can feel like everything you've built up to so far has been eliminated. Um, One good example is when you're in high school, you're very comfortable with the people around you, but when you go to uni, you don't really know anyone, and it's completely different to what you're comfortable with. So I think we should acknowledge that change can be extremely difficult and it's okay to not feel good when things change. For example, right now in COVID um, or if you're moving on from university to go into the workforce and it is okay to be vulnerable and reach out to your friends because they're here to support you. Sometimes it's okay to reach out and seek help from
2: others yeah I 100% agree with that you know especially since we're all you know still relatively young still figuring things out um, it's okay to reach out and just not be sure of things and figure figure things out and just have um, that space in your life where you know it's okay not to be okay it's okay to embrace that change and even even when you're older and still figuring things out I think it's um, it's important to sort of know that you can always reach out for help. Um, yeah, Akif, okay, what about you? What do you think about it?
1: Yeah, I think in terms of yeah, just reaching out to people, um, yeah, that's always going to be something that shouldn't even be like, I think that talking about it with our friends should just be something that becomes normal. Um, even like with things such as, are you okay Day, I know that this year they had a, um, their theme was like, it's always okay to ask, are you okay? Or something like that. It was more of like pushing that we don't need a special day to talk about um, these mental health things. And I think that's something that I really uh, love. I actually really like the, the theme about it. You know, it, we don't have to ask, are you okay? On whichever date it is, I forget which date it was. But um, yeah, we can talk about it anytime. And I really love to like push that agenda That's something I've kind of like learned in the past few years that, you know, we don't even need to be, um, you know, feeling bad to be like, oh, uh, to ask someone, are you okay? Or to be asked, are you okay? You know, why not have an answer? Like, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good today, actually. How are you feeling? Um, But yeah, like, I think that reaching out to people should, um, you know, it is kind of hard. But again, how I said before, like being comfortable with feeling uncomfortable, know, moving on to like doing something that makes us feel a little bit scared, but pushes us out of our comfort zone. I think that's um, really good in terms of like being able to deal with change, you know, trusting other people. Um, Yeah, just being able to manage everything that happens because we're all in this together, right? Um, So yeah, before um, I end, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you. Thanks everyone for, yeah, like sharing your thoughts. I think it was... Um, an amazing um, experience. To just hear from you guys and see, like see what how you guys deal with change. You know your experiences and um, yeah, I just want to say thank you again.
3: And I guess a key from what you said is kind of the perfect way of like reach out to your friends. Where New South Wales is opening up tomorrow, it's no, it's going to be easier for some than others. Some people are going to find it really challenging dealing with it, and other people are going to be going really well. So if you're one of those pe- people, check in on your friends. It's an exciting time going into the future. So I think the moral of the story is we all just need to be there for one another and take care of and take take care of each other. I think if there's one thing from the podcast, it's that you can always look back at these times and take the positives out of it and take the positives out of immense change. So I can't wait till we look back at this in a few years' time and laugh about how we were all <laughs> reflecting on change. And maybe we can do it again.
1: Yeah. I'd love to do that as well.
0: Yeah, that was uh, absolutely great. Um, Thank you so much for the sports and philanthropy portfolio and um, everyone that shared their thoughts. Um, Adapting to change is especially very important in any circumstance, not just coming out of lockdown. So thanks for listening, everyone. We hope you take care of yourselves, especially with uh, the immense changes that are coming up to us, uh, including Freedom Day. Um, And we'll see you in the next one.